calling all lovers of mystery and fans of a good story. If you haven't already heard me talk about June's journey, you're in for a treat. It's time to don your detective hat in this free hidden object mobile game that delves into the captivating journey of June Parker, a self-proclaimed detective on a quest to unravel the mystery surrounding her sister's untimely death. In June's journey, you get to play as June, deciphering clues and unveiling secret plots within thousands of beautifully illustrated scenes. And did I mention it's set in the glitzy 1920s? New chapters are added weekly, so you will never run out of new thrills to uncover, and you can also personalize and decorate your very own Orchid Island where the story takes place. How sharp are your detective skills? Find out when you download June's Journey on your Android or iOS device, or play online via Facebook games. Your detective journey awaits. Contained herein are the heresies of Radolf Buntwine, erstwhile monk-turned-traveling medical investigator. Join me as I uncover the blasphemous truth of a plague-ridden world, that ours is not a loving god, and we are not its favored children. The Heresies of Radolf Buntwine, coming January 2nd, wherever podcasts are available. everyone and welcome to the IGN UK podcast. I'm your host for today, Rory Powers. To the right, grab the car, because we have the driver, the man himself. <laughs> they will drive up. And to my left, forget the jury, we've got the judge. Way. It is Alicia. Now we've got a lot of cool stuff to be talking about today. And the first one is probably the reason why I'm hosting this podcast. We're going to talk about Zelda Breath of the Wild. Mm-hmm. Which you said sounds like a mouthwash. Yeah, no, I think it's a brand of Tic Tacs that they're, <laughs> it does, they're bringing yeah. out secretly. <laughs> well, it's probably out we're talking about this because we've had quite a lot of feedback about it as well. Yes. For example, yeah. we had uh, from William Cook. He said, I'm curious about Yol's view of Breath of the Wild. I can't say Yol. Oh, what was that? It, I read it verbatim and Where's I can't that? do it. Yol's. <laughs> Yol's view like, of the Breath of the Wild. Who is this Yol and why was he on the podcast? Uh, he wants to know the highs and lows of the video and Zelda's passively referenced, but he didn't seem to interest you. The US team seems very wild. And then Cody Stafford said that he's a long-time listener from Florida. And to, to sum up, he basically, or she basically wants to know about it. I assume it's a he, Cody. Well, Co- could, could be. Could be, yeah. could be either way. Yeah. Cody either well, way. Well, they, they want to know, uh, and they also say at the end, by the way, put Alicia in a room with a pox of Dan movies so she might win at Keyword Countdown for one. <laughs> wow, that was absurd. Someone tweeted me the other day and they were like, so a few of the podcast listeners want to chip in together and get you an emergency Netflix account. <laughs> emergency as if, Netflix. It's like, uh, you know, like this TV advert's filmed in black and white. It's just my face with like slow, sad How bad did you do in Keyword Countdown? No she was abysmal. Oh, no. Oh, yeah. I mean, you didn't get Die Hard. You didn't get I, Speed. You'd never seen okay. Speed. So the only movie I'd seen out of all the ones last week was Die Hard. Okay. And that was, so that, that was quite it, And you didn't get it. Yeah. I didn't get it. Well, it's because you'd also, you'd said it earlier. Uh, yeah, I'm not, I'm not even going to bother trying to justify myself. I'm yeah. just going to hang my head in the required position. What payment sure. tier is emergency Netflix, by the way? <laughs> I, I feel like know. that's a different bracket. Because it's that kind of thing of like, well, you know, how many you months are You have to like break a panel it? of glass and you get like a coupon <laughs> that activates it. Uh, I think yeah. the reason that we didn't talk about Breath of the Wild was because uh, we had the cutout obviously yeah. with the guys uh, out at E3. Yeah. And I think they thought we were going to talk about Breath of the Wild yeah. and we thought they were going to talk about Breath well, of the Wild. We, yeah, exactly. We thought that they were seeing it over there so it made more sense because they'd be playing it. Yeah. So we yeah. just left it for them and yeah. So I'm just going to take it as you guys are saving it for me to talk about. Of yeah. course, Mr. Thank Powers. you guys. Thanks expert. so much. Um, so I was actually off sick the day of the Nintendo stream, which Convenient. you may think would be a con. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, so I actually, I think I watched maybe three hours of that stream. Like oh, as soon wow. as the trailer dropped, I was just glued to my laptop trying to find out everything that I could. And I absolutely love the look of it. It just looks like, you know, Zelda's at a point now where we've had a very similar game every single year, every single couple of years. Mm. It's getting to the point where it does need to evolve, and I think this is the perfect level of evolution within that genre, and I think it's just what we need as well. And it's great because you have um, A.G. Alnuma, who's been working on the series since like 1998. I think his first one was like Ocarina of Time, which is Blimey. one of the biggest wow. ones. Yeah, yeah, that's like the most famous. That's like so. That's like 18 years. Like he's been working on Zelda for longer than probably some of our listeners have been alive. <laughs> like that. So there's a man yeah. to trust with an evolution yeah. of the franchise. That is it. Um, so, I mean, you guys saw the trailer, bar- parts mm-hmm. of the trailer. I mean, what I watched uh, most of the 30-minute demonstration as well. Yeah. And 
I mean, I'll just preface with, I'm not really a Zelda fan. I okay. think the last one I played all the way through was Link's Awakening on the Game Boy. So we're really going back for that one. Great game. But uh, I played Ocarina of Time. I didn't. I don't think I actually ever finished Ocarina of Time. Yeah. And that, that I'm sure, is going to get me a lot of hate for that. But something about Zelda... Get just out. Ne- yeah. <laughs> get out. Something about Zelda just never really clicked with me, I think. Yeah. And um, I think this one definitely, like you said, looks like a good evolution of the series. But it feels like the evolution is the evolution some games had 10 years ago. This is what Alex was saying was that obviously a lot of the Americans, people who saw it over there at E3 and got a hands-on, were just blown away. They're like, this is a Zelda game, but you you can get all these different weapons and armor. Mm. And he did make the point where it's like, yeah, you can do that in a lot of games. Exactly, and yeah. I do think to a certain degree, uh, these you know updates and these new features are magnified because of the fact that it is a Zelda game that hasn't yeah. had these features yeah. ever in the franchise. Yeah. No, I think it's, it's well, I mean, that, that's the thing that keeps the Zelda franchise going anyway. It's that sense of nostalgia. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, people have grown up with these games. We're saying that like some of our listeners may not have, you know, been around for the first ones, but some of us have literally, it's been like the Harry Potter of the gaming world. Yeah. That you've kind of grown up with the character. So, so when it comes to having a massive leap forward where, oh my gosh, suddenly you can travel in this open world environment. You can it, cut grass. Yes, yeah. you can <laughs> climb a tree. That seems really revolutionary, even though we can do that in games like Fallout and, you know, Dragon Age and other crazy mm-hmm. like mm. games. But I guess it's not just, I mean, so that we're just kind of like drawing on the one point is that these little updates in the way that the game yeah. is played. But also, so for example, I think they were showing off at E3 uh, one plateau, like the starting area to adventure around, yeah. um, which they said, you know, you could be given two hours and you wouldn't be able to see everything within that. Wow. And I believe that's 2% of the final map. I mean, this isn't like so an astronaut, it's a yeah. huge game. Usually in Zelda, you have your temples, mm. you, your first three and then your preceding seven or however many it is to complete the game. I think this one has all the temples, but then also has these things called shrines, yeah. um, which I guess are just like mini temples with puzzles where you can get additional items. Mm. They said there's over 200 shrines wow. like scattered across oh. the map. But what's in between the temples and the shrines? Because my experience in the past of Zelda games is always is this Especially in like Ocarina of Time, there's just yeah. this abyss well, in this, between. Uh, Twilight Princess had a really big problem with that because the map for Twilight Princess was huge and it was quite a realistic game and it did look fantastic, but there was nothing there. Yeah, no you know, density. Hyrule Field was giant, but there was nothing there. You would just yeah. use it to like go from one place to another. And Wind Waker, uh, it was still a huge map, but even when you were sailing, it felt like you would just stumble across like a watchtower or an island or something. It right. was quite populated. So I think this one is hopefully by using these shrines and other events yeah. and things you can do in between, building up and giving it more girth. From what I've seen on that video, it seemed like that opening area was quite sparse. Just uh, to, to certain points, yeah. I, I, I do know what you're talking about because when you come out and I there's suppose the old man maybe not in Zelda scale, but in, in just comparing to open world games yeah. and things like that. And um, that seems like unnecessary to me it seems like it could be quite boring like tracking across those i guess it depends as well because we well at least i didn't see anything with a horse or epona yet yeah but we did see um you know you've got your endurance bar back Mm -hmm. so link can sprint now and climb uh you've also got i don't know if you guys saw this like shield sledding so if you're like the top oh, hills, cool. things you can That's go down on your cool. shield oh, no, and, like, and just like slide down. Um, I think it does use up some of the durability, but little things like this <laughs> yeah. that I'm sure will like make traversing yeah. so much quicker. That's well, really cool. That's really cool. I wish that that was a mode of transport in the real world. Yeah. <laughs> can you imagine? Just it going it could totally London. be that if you want it to be. Delays on the overground, yeah. dark yeah, yeah. on my shield, this just morning, head down London yeah. Bridge. With the flooding, we would have oh, been God. fine. Would have been amazing. Actually, would have been awesome. It's more like a surfboard then, though, isn't it? Yeah, exactly. Can you imagine that just going down the Thames? like I've got my link shield the bit bit I noticed when you said about the climbing do you notice a bit when he like climbed up a a rock face and then he was just like standing there looking at over at the the views but he seemed like he was standing on something that you wouldn't be able to stand on in real life it was a really vertical cliff face oh yeah Yeah. it reminded me of like fallout when you're just randomly like (laughs) glitching your way up a mountain or something this is Link Link's a powerful guy I think Link needs like a Farah backpack (laughs) (laughs) just send off throw masters swords down at the ground wrecking people so what did they say about the story do you know anything about that i do i know a lot i know a lot about this game i've done my research (laughs) so the story um it's kind of again a different approach from previous zelda games it's kind of focusing on technology okay Um, because obviously link has this like it's called a sheikah slate it's essentially like a tablet or a smartphone. Yeah, I love that. <laughs> Pretty much, he just carries so around and he can like use it to do all these different things. See, it really has growing up yeah. with the audience. There you go. Yeah. Um, and the kind of theme that uh, Anuma was kind of talking about was that uh, kind of hinting at the possibility that this technology has actually ruined Hyrule 
because you're kind of walking around and it's all it's all broken and crumbled and things right, are kind yeah. of like all stone and that's the implication that all this introduction of technology has ruined the, the oh, world that's really interesting that suddenly it's getting mm. very political yeah and also what's, what's really cool about it is as soon as I saw it and they have this clip that they showed during the presentation where you go out onto a mountain and you see this beautiful like sunset and you can look across the hills and I was like this is a Studio Ghibli movie this is mm. actually yeah. like, a, like a, a Japanese painting and obviously in Studio Ghibli that's a huge a uh, huge theme in their movies is like technology coming in yeah, and industrialization and ruining like yeah. natural habitats. And you know, whether that was an intentional thing or it's just fitting together so nicely, it just seems like, again, like a really interesting That's like really direction cool. to take the game. We also know that Ganon is back in some form as he always is. You yeah, know, I was gonna say, havoc. is that a surprise? Yeah, oh God, what's <laughs> up with that guy? Uh, no Groose, unfortunately, one of my favorite Zelda uh, characters. See Link's waking up again. Link's waking up with a voice. A voice oh, is waking yeah. him up, which I believe is the perfect way to give an introduction to how this game is going to change. You've never, well, aside from a couple exceptions, never really heard audible dialogue no. in a Zelda game before. And apparently not. I don't know if it's going to be a lot of characters, but this mm. character specifically will be talking to you throughout the game, which is really exciting. I'm, mm, I'm cool. head over heels in love with this game. Well, you're right. sold. I'm really, really you're excited. Unfortunately, I'm one of the people in the office who hasn't got to play it yet. I get yeah. to play it next week. That's so I'm going to hold off. I'm going to try and be you know, impartial, reasonably, yeah. uh, until I get to see it. So it's definitely right. Wii U. Definitely Wii U, definitely NX. NX. Oh, definitely NX. Definitely NX. Okay. And apparently the experience will not be any different on the consoles, so, aside from, I guess, resolution. Well, I mean, well, what Alex was saying from what he saw at E3, the NX did not look as good, because they, they said they played part of it, and it just didn't look as good as what we saw kind of at the conference. They thought that it might have been, they might have been playing it on a different system. Because um, graphically, it didn't look yeah. as, as shiny. Well, presumably, they would be playing it on uh, the Wii U in yeah. E3. I don't think anyone's even like seen the. So maybe they NX were showing like the NX version of it, but they didn't oh, announce that. I see. Yeah, and then what they actually played was the Wii U version. Who knows, really? Who know? I mean, is it that graphically impressive anyway? I think it's very. It, pretty. it looks it looks pretty saw, and nice, and I like the art style. I mean, it's cel shaded, isn't it? Really, but it's a, yeah. a, a version of cel shading, but. I think I mean, that's compared a way... to compared to like some PS4 and Xbox games, I obviously it's, it's never oh, going to yeah. be comparable because it's on the Wii U for a start. Well, it was quite a shame because when they originally uh, did the trailers and made the announcements for the Wii U, they had a, a little demo kind of like demonstrating the capabilities and yeah. resolutions, and they had a little uh, Zelda clip, and everyone thought that was going to be Zelda Wii U, mm. and it was super, it was quite realistic, quite high resolution, you know, very awesome. different from Skyward Sword. It looked mm, yeah. amazing. It looked fantastic. And I was like, yeah, this is great because I love Twilight Princess. Yeah. It's one of my favorite art styles in the Zelda world. Yeah. Um, and they haven't done that. They've gone with more of a Skyward Sword. And maybe, you know, you can be skeptical and say that's because maybe the, the resolution in the graphics isn't at that point where they feel like it can compete with other yeah. games. Well, if, they, if their world is as big as they say it is as well, then, you know, yeah. so, something's got to so, Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And if that's some markings <laughs> on a tree branch, that's fine with me. Just do it as a big brown block. That's totally fine. Uh, so that's one of the games that I'm excited about this week. Now we mm. got the opportunity to do something <laughs> ridiculous. You did. Ridiculous. Oh, yeah. Oh, so we did. Yeah, Dale, we did. Dale got to film it. <laughs> Dale was the responsible adult. Yeah. We somehow driver. got approved to do a feature on Street Fighter V. Now, if you don't know Street Fighter V, they are um, just releasing the story mode, which is going to be launched, and you can have like your your story play through the characters. There's cutscenes, yeah. battles, you know, adding a bit more onto the game. We got to play through the story mode, mm -hmm. completely smashed. So drunk, so <laughs> drunk. I mean, so drunk. We called it drunken master. It's <laughs> drunken. I understand. Master, I feel, is perhaps no. false yeah. advertising. Maybe master of being drunk. <laughs> yeah. That was probably what it was. Rather than fighting. So the rules that we played were: uh, if you lose, you have to take a shot. If you win, you get to give a shot. If you get a perfect, which is winning and not having any health taken off you, yeah. everyone else has to take a shot. And you drink every time you hear someone say Hadouken, Shadaloo, or Black Moon. Shadaloo! Which are surprisingly common. Oh like, my gosh. Oh my <laughs> Cutscenes were just like Shadaloo and the Black Moon and the Black Moon Shadaloo. And just like, everyone's just like downing their drinks. It's ridiculous. There was a point where I think you were like two shots behind, and I was like, Rory, Rory, you have to have your shots. And you were like, shh. Shut, shut, up, shut, up, shut up! I literally, I had a shot as well, and then I think Gav did one, and he was like, "Powers," and I was like, "You son of a bitch!" Like, that's a drowning in amaretto, which was a terrible choice, by the yeah, way. Yeah, I was about to say we were doing shots of amaretto. Uh, Who does that? Oh. Who does that? 
It was such a bad idea as well because this was, we started after work, which is a very, very good idea. Um, but there was a little Tuesday. gap in between. So I was just like really stupidly having some like relaxing beers beforehand. So I think I had like, fool. I had like fool two punk were. IPAs and then we started and I was like, that was a terrible idea. It was absolutely terrible. Not for so the video, wasn't it? If you've seen, if you've seen Drunk History, it's kind of along that, that theme. The idea was that we play the game play this drinking game while we are playing through the story mode and then we all have to sit down in an interview situation <laughs> and recall what we just experienced. It's like a Big Brother diary room sort of situation yeah. where you have to sit there and confess to camera what you think the story was. The and story is batshit crazy. It is absolutely Even insane. as a sober man, I didn't know what the f*** <laughs> was going on. So when you guys were God knows how many drinks deep, and oh blimey thing is I can't even we were meant to sit there and remember like things from the story I can't even remember sitting down talking yeah, really? about the story oh I my was god that, I have blackouts so I'm really worried well, I remember it vividly at the end of the day <laughs> oh, we, we came in the next morning and we were all just like talking and I was trying to like piece everything together from the night and then I heard Gav laughing at his desk beside me and I was like, what, what are you laughing at now? And he's like, I just remembered when you fell off your chair, Rory. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently afterwards, you were playing Overwatch and I got so relaxed that I leaned so far back and just fell <laughs> over my shoulder. <laughs> oh my that God. Was, that was our, the best idea or the worst idea that when we were so drunk, we said, yeah, let's all play Overwatch. I know. And we had this, these randomers coming into our party. I really hope they weren't IGN listeners as well because yeah. just screaming, why is there no Reinhardt? Yeah. So when this podcast actually goes up, the first episode will be yeah. available yeah, as well, isn't it? So you can watch today. it on the site right now. So you go to iGen.com, Drunken Master. And then on Monday, I believe, we'll be filming the second part, Yes. Um, which I don't know. I don't think I've learned my lesson. I think I might get as drunk or even drunker than we did <laughs> I, the last I time. really don't know why we're doing these on Mondays and Tuesdays. <laughs> oh, I felt so bad. It's fun by me. I felt so bad. I, I messaged um, the next morning and I was like, I'm going to be late. But then as soon before I could hit yeah. send, Joe's message popped up. It was just working from home. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, okay. The only I'm one who looked much. fine was Gav, like veteran, no, obviously Welshman. veteran drinker. Yeah. Yeah. He just yeah. came in. He's like, "Yeah, I'm fine." Everyone else looked worse for wear in the morning. Yeah. It's like, oh my god, Ropey. we did not look. Just, happy. just to give you an idea of how insane the story is, the first scene is is you waking up, mm -hmm. uh, but it's a dream, yep. and there's a sheep that becomes a man who stabs you with his fingers. And the man looks like Tarzan on crack. Yeah. And the sheep have a haircut as well. The, he did. He had my hair. Yeah. The sheep <laughs> had my Rory. hair. Imagine Rory is a sheep. Not hard. Who then morphs into Tarzan who then oh. tries to kill you and then yeah. you wake up and there's a really odd blonde Russian lady who bends over you and is like I want to nurse you oh that's good yeah. I like that yeah. that's good <laughs> and then imagine telling that story after like eight beers <laughs> and like six shots it was an absolute mess but it was also really really fun and hopefully fun to watch so as Dale said you can check it out Trunk and Master it is on site as we speak we got some really cool news this week I don't know how hyped you guys are you, you for, say really cool I'm ecstatic <laughs> about this news. I'm not sure it's cool there. All right, I'm going to say two words to you guys, okay. and you can put it on a scale Wingardium of one to ten. Wingardium Leviosa. Power Rangers. Where are we at? What are we doing? Um, a one out of ten. One out of ten? <laughs> if you'd have asked me 20 years ago, I might have said five. In my Power Rangers onesie. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, what about you, Alicia? Yeah, I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say a two. Oh. I'm probably slightly be generous. more excited. Well, would you but... be any more excited if I told you that Brian Cranston was playing Zordon? <gasps> ten. 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 Eleven. <laughs> yeah, Alicia's having a panic attack. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Brian Cranston is returning to the Power Rangers franchise to play Zordon. Now that's you, actually really cool. That's do you really know cool. who who Zordon is? The main bad, I guess. No, he's good. Was he? Good? Oh, is he the voice? The he's, the big and the he's glass the floating thing. head. Yeah. Oh, Congratulations, yeah. Power Rangers. You I'm, have saved the world from you know. No, that was an excellent. Did you audition for it? Right. Right. Yeah, I didn't get it. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, Brian, mate, we need to have a word. I worked my ass off. Rory I don't Powers care if you were in the original. Is in the name one. Power Rangers? Exactly. Yeah. Oh, oh my God. God, have you not got a, like, at least an extra role in this? I film? should be Jason. I should be the Red <laughs> Ranger. I don't want to say. You know, Rory means Red King. Does it? Yeah. Who no told way. you that? <laughs> my mom. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Powers means little prince. Red King. Red King. Little prince. That sounds like my Apache Indian name. <laughs> Chief Red King Little Prince. Um, I say he's returning to Power Rangers because not a lot of people know this. Brian Cranston actually voiced one of the monsters in oh, Power wow. Rangers. 
uh, the, the early series. Um, now, obviously, if you know Power Rangers, all the kind of combat and the fighting scenes were filmed in Japan mm. and then brought over here and dubbed. And then they filmed wow. all the stuff with the yeah. American actors and kind I of slotted all the American actors. They were just filming something like it was Grain Chill, just all the school stuff. Yeah. And then no they would get way. footage yeah. from Japan. So they, then, the American actors never dressed up nope, in, nope. The, in the actual Power Ranger sh- suits. Unless they, it was a shot where they had their helmets off. They, they would never, they would just do no. all the, the scenes as teenagers. If I was an American actor, yeah. I would feel so hard done by. What? I'd be like, no, that's, that's an easy gig. They don't do any of the hard work. They no. just do the bits. And then it's like, and then everyone sees you and they're like, you're the Red Ranger. And you're They're like, not yeah, cosplaying, they're actors. They're getting paid. <laughs> yeah, they're like, less work, you sign me up. You only get paid if you wear the helmet of the Power Ranger. <laughs> um, so he voiced one of the, the monsters that was filmed in Japan, which is essentially just a giant snake with arms and legs. Oh. And it's oh. really great to listen to because you think that he would be like, um, Power Rangers, I am the one who knocks. <laughs> <laughs> just like really freaky. Uh, but he's like, Power Rangers. He does like a really good like <laughs> awesome. animated voice. That's a pretty good. What was the name of guy. the monster? Snake Man. I don't know. Oh, Snake, Snake Master. Man. Snake Man. Oh. Uh, also, the blue Power Ranger, whose name is uh, Billy Cranston, was named after Brian Cranston. Brian Cranston. Exactly. You sure about that? I am absolutely. What, sure his surname about that. was named after his surname. Yes, it was. Well, obviously, Billy wasn't named after. Oh, Brian. oh, yeah. okay. Billy Cranston was the character name. I thought you meant it was the actor's name. No. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <like>, what? <laughs> we have Brian Cranston as a monster, and also you, Brian Cranston. <laughs> as the Blue Ranger? That will get confusing. No, 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 no. Um, I mean, this is just the only cool casting we've had for this because we have Elizabeth Banks playing. I love her. Rita Repulsa. I love her. She is main villain. <laughs> She's great, right? She's a beautiful She's like, ass. Any, what? Beautiful ass. Oh. <laughs> wow, I missed No, there was an L on that second word. <laughs> I was like, not really relevant. But, uh, you know, Brian Crest has got a great ass too. That's going around. He's, he's doing pretty good for himself. <laughs> Um, she's playing Rita Repulsa. Now that, she's the main villain. She's like yeah. a horrible woman who like, I don't, actually don't even remember what her motive was. It was just like, she likes sending monsters to earth. and they had World to, like, destruction, I guess. Yeah, guess, yeah world, world domination. World domination, one of those, mm. yeah. And stop the Power Rangers. Yeah. I don't know why you'd want to stop the Power Rangers though. They're great. <laughs> That's my summary. That's my Maybe you're colorblind and they just rub it in your face. Oh, all yeah. The time. yeah. You know, they're like, oh, who's the blue Power Ranger? Like, I don't know. Staring. Pointing at the yellow, going, you maybe? I had I had a friend in Northern Ireland who was colorblind, and he didn't know until he was like 12 years old. Until he watched Power Rangers. Well, it was really late, yeah. I think to him, the grass was purple. <laughs> but then again, so this is this is what I don't get. Like, how do you work that out? Because maybe the grass, maybe my purple is your green. I think you work it out when you say, oh, that's a nice green jumper you're wearing today. And it's like, it's purple, mate. Yeah, and then everyone else yeah, is like, what it's you purple. See, yeah. yeah, what if, yeah, you've always, you've always seen it as purple, but everyone else sees it as green. Everyone else would correct you. But no, 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 but, no, then, but, <laughs> but you don't say it's purple because your, your purple is their green. So you're both seeing the same color. What is going on? <laughs> so, so, so the green screen, right? Yeah. You've been told that that's green. Right. To me, yeah. that l- could look purple, but I've always thought that that's green. A green. That's green. Oh, so your okay. purple is green. So the so, word is the same, but yeah, yeah. what but is it's it? different. Yeah, oh. so how would you ever know? How, you'd never know. Well, you'd go people if you know do. how to tell if you're colorblind, please email us in at IGN underscore UK feedback I'm at IGN.com. <laughs> I might be colorblind. So I'm 100% this. sure there is a way to find out. Well, obviously, yeah, or else like, you wouldn't be able to tell. <laughs> we live in a world where you can get a kidney on eBay and a black market Picasso. Why can't we tell if we're colorblind? I was going to say, yeah, how much? You actually Buy it now. Um, What's the PMP I mean, though? <laughs> <laughs> Imagine you got freezer, so it's a whole mess. You probably want next day on that as well. You don't you got really to come and collect standard. only. Come and collect. Yeah, yeah, you got to pay export fees and everything. It's an absolute nightmare. <laughs> And you know when we're going to be out of the EU as well? Th- think about that. Well, we Kidney prices. We don't. Ooh, when this ooh. podcast goes the out, will know. they will know. Oh, we yeah, don't know right now. In or out, shaking it all about. Should have a bet. I would. Uh, <laughs> what should we bet? What should we bet? I think it would. Uh, it's not my personal opinion, but I think it's going to be in. Do you think it's going to be in? Staying in. Are you? I'm not saying my opinion think, isn't. That. Are I'm you saying, a lever? No. Not. Oh, okay. Because you see, you said, <laughs> I trying to leave you said it's not my opinion, <laughs> but I. Uh, I, I think was we're trying be to in. leave personal politics out of this. Personal opinion. Let's leave personal politics out of it. Just a pure. What do you think it's going to be? I think. I. It's, it's neck and neck. It's very close. I'm going to spice it up. I'm going to say leave. Ooh. Enjoy our last 24 hours, folks, because we are out of here. 
I'm gonna. Well, no. See now you take oh, your personal opinions take out, personal out of it. Personal opinions out of it. Um, team Roy, Team Dale. <laughs> no, I do think it's gonna be him. I think oh, it's gonna think be him. Gonna be in. So uh, if, we'll find out if we win. I get. To, I'll have to get deported. <laughs> yeah. I'll go back to America. It's funny. I was like, "What should, should we really do that story?" We? <laughs> Again, like I, I was uh, just editing at my desk the other day, and then Gav just turned to me. And he was like, "Rory, if we leave the EU, will you have to go home?" <laughs> and I was like, "No, Gav, it's okay." And he was like, "Okay." And I was like, "Go back to editing." His boat was hinging on that. Yeah. <laughs> He's probably got mad because he's just staring at us being drunk, like. On his Poor guy. monitor, just talking nonsense. Master. I do not envy him for having to do that edit. Yeah. It's probably an absolute but nightmare. How did we get onto this? Oh, yeah. Uh, how did we get onto this? Dale. Oh, yeah. Pressing issue in the games how industry. How did we get onto Rangers. Because there was a different color. I like Skittles. <gasps> Imagine eating Skittles if you were colorblind. It'd be terrible. It would be terrifying. Well, see, I used to think. Is it gonna be? Is it? Is it it's purple? A, I don't know no. what color it is, but it still tastes awesome. I As in, you like, don't know if you're gonna get like a green yeah, or no, orange. No, because I, I didn't. I ones. didn't like the purple. The purple was really horrible, but I liked every single other. So what? it would be like playing Russian roulette every like, eat, time. Like always eating revels. Yeah. yeah. Oh, revels the worst. Russian oh, roulette, big stream. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like this is a minor inconvenience for me. Not like Russian roulette where you die. Did you know? Did you know what Smarties? The orange one is the only one that has a different flavor to it, and the rest are all just different colors. Really? Yeah. 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 Do you the think they're all different flavors? Do you remember on Smarties when they used to have like the cardboard tubes? Oh yeah. And they had the tops, oh, and the yeah. top had a letter on on the oh, inside. Yeah. Try to Did you ever the collect alphabet. them? Yeah. yeah. Collect oh yeah. It's like the primitive version of Pokemon, wasn't it? <laughs> 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 like, collect the alphabet. Yeah. <laughs> Got a Z. Got Two Z's <laughs> for an A. Two Z's for an A. Got to catch them all. Stock market in the corner. Two Z's for an A. Got an A. Um, so I mean that was obviously a really important topic as well yeah. in the games yeah. industry yeah, no, no, everyone's talking good. about <laughs> yeah, should we really get us back on track absolutely yeah. absolutely <laughs> Dale we got to go and watch The Conjuring 2 I'm we so did jealous. but we got an extra special thingy my bob beforehand <laughs> 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 that was the weirdest like continuation of a second. I didn't know where, I didn't know where I was going, so I just started Thing saying words. Um, so what we got to do was like a well, live so, horror experience, I guess. Has, is the way has, has anyone it. talked about this on the podcast? No, they no, haven't. That's no. why I wrote it down. I'm so excited for this. I'm gonna kick off. Yeah, go on, I'm gonna go absolutely kick off. Well, we'll talk about the the good part of it. Yeah, to start. Um, so we got to go see um, The Conjuring 2, which I think we all really enjoyed. Mm. You, you had to leave halfway through, but I think you... But you I've gone it. to see it again with my girlfriend, yeah, yeah and we really enjoyed it. Yeah, really it great. Good. I mean, yeah. just like a really interesting horror movie. Um, the character's great, the story's good. Really good at, at capturing what it's like growing up in, yeah. in Britain, you know? Definitely. Just oh, yeah, absolutely, absolutely yeah. Oh, is it set in the UK? Yeah, yeah. so Enfield oh, Poltergeist. Did you know that story? No. So after you've done this, go on Wikipedia or whatever and read about the Enfield Poltergeist. So it's based on a true story, but... With exaggerations to, because there's a good chance that was a hoax. Yeah, right. In real life, whereas this they've actually. Wait, what? It, it <laughs> what? But it's based real? on a true story. Yeah. Yeah. It's not real. So, for example, everything is a lie. <laughs> it's about it's about Ed and Lorraine Warren who are um, going to investigate this. And is in, that their real names? But in reality, they never actually went and investigated this. But they were real people as well. So they kind of mixed two stories together. It's really well it's done. Good. It's good. It's good. Okay. It's, good. it's it. essentially, um, it's a house in the UK where a family were harassed and one of the little girls was apparently possessed by a number of ghosts. Oh. It was and a demon, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, and it was at a really good point as well where obviously they had the technology to record audio and video. So you can go on YouTube and see the original recordings and things. And it's That's like... Cool. When we when we were watching the movie, I didn't yeah. really know a lot about the original story. Yeah. So the girl in the movie is doing the voice, like the demon voice. And I was like, well, the first time I heard it, I was kind of like chuckling a little bit. Yeah, cause yeah. I was like, that's a bit, that's, I don't know, it's a bit demon in your face. 101. It's a bit you weird. Know, like horror movies have learned to be a bit more discreet when it comes to like showing, you know, what, what the monster is. And this was just a girl talking in the voice. Yeah. But then if you go watch the YouTube video, it is literally a little girl doing this exact same voice. So what's the voice? Oh. Can, you do the, can you do the voice? I can do so. Hello, I'm Bill uh, yes. and I'm 72 years old. It's That's like, a, a little 11 year old girl. What are like you that? doing in my house? <laughs> like, but she's like, her mouth like doesn't move and she's just like sitting there and it's like, oh, it's, yeah, it's yeah. really freaky. I mean, I'm with you. I do believe the whole thing is like a Of course. But you can see in that video now as well, I, I think it com it's apparent that it yeah. was a hoax. But 
it still made a really good story for a film. And I think where we saw it really helped us. So I saw it in a a normal cinema afterwards. I didn't find it half as scary. Whereas where we were, it was so loud. It was so intense and close quarters. It was like an old abandoned building as well. So it really like intensified the horror. Was it proper cinema seats you were sat in? Or were they like hard wooden stools? Well, it it was like a, it was like a, there were I guess more seats. of a theater. It was more like yeah. a, like a small theater. Right. There were cinema seats, but it, what didn't look like an actual like, it was cinema. definitely wasn't new seats either. They were like really yeah, old. Yeah, because that totally yeah. adds to the effect. Absolutely, you're sat there. Kind of. And uh, but, but one of the things that made it so scary was beforehand yeah. we got to go through kind of like a live experience. Uh, relating to the movie so we got to go through they had kind of like recreated some of the sets from the film yeah. and we had to go through them with a guide and you know you get spooked and scared and it, it was pretty it, if you've been to uh, there's out. a saw ride at the Thought Park I believe yeah. Yeah, and it's like one way you walk through it it's very much like that where you're being guided through it and at the, at the start it's like we'll be taking you for a tour through all the, the sites and then it all goes terribly wrong halfway through and then, <laughs> then, then they're just trying to scare you all the way through it but do you know what it was so much fun it oh, really, sounds amazing. It's it really great as well because they sent us, they videoed the whole thing, all the groups that went through, so they sent us a video of us going through yeah. it. I didn't realize how scared I was until I was watching the <laughs> so video. Your face. These guys were fine though. I was like cowering <laughs> away from like every shadow. My favorite bit is when you went into this room and again, relative to the movie, there's a picture right in the distance of the, the horrible nun demon like woman. Oh yeah, nun. that witch. Yeah. And it's like a painting of her. And then as you guys get closer, you're kind of watching it. And then all of a sudden, you don't realize it's so dark, but it's on a track and it shoots forward like mm. flying at you so you're yeah. just like oh revolting in fear but then of course it stops like right in front of you so you're like oh my goodness what you don't realize is that right here in the shadows is an actual person dressed oh, as the nun who's been waiting that. there I hate that so it stops so and you're like oh and then she just went and just popped <laughs> like, I, she does a duck impression I, I shit myself yeah, yeah at the haunted duck but <laughs> this popped up and Dale just turned and went you're right. No, of he did. It did make me jump, but it made me laugh more than anything. I think the best bit Such though a badass. was when we were, when we were going in. Uh, they said, "Oh, you're in uh, two groups of three. So there was us three, me, Dan, and Roy, and there was three other girls. And then we walked in, and then there were seven of us. And I, when, I, when we walked in, I was like, "Why is it? I thought they said there were six. Oh well, carry on." And then halfway through, there's a bit when you go into a recreation of their living room, and then all of a sudden the walls start shaking and things flying off the wall, and then the girl at the back starts having a panic attack. And there was a brief second, I don't know about you, Roy, but I completely bought that this girl was actually having a Try a brief attack. minute. I was like, <laughs> I was like yeah. we need help. We need help someone. And like, then take out of nowhere. my shirt and put her head. It's going to be okay. And then out of nowhere, she uh, levitates off the ground and goes flying up into the roof. She's on like a cable. Oh, yeah. so she, she, she was like a plant. Yeah. yeah. And like I said, yeah. if I'd have put two and two together, it would have worked out. But there's a brief second. <sighs> and on the video, the best thing about that is everyone looks concerned about this girl, but you can see in the background, Dan's there just taking a photo of the set. <laughs> not bothered about that girl in the slightest. He's like, fuck her, she's gone. Yeah. She's gone, she's gone. <laughs> we I, I want to Instagram this shit. No, just move on. Oh, so man. it's good because then by the time you actually get to the screening, you're already kind of like yeah, shaking yeah. up. And you've also got to experience some of the sets. So then when it comes to that part in the movie, you're like, that's the creepy tent in the living room oh, that we that had to like so cr- crawl through. And you know, it, it really freaky. did play into a huge part of it. The what? tent was the worst part for me because yeah, nothing God. happened, but you crawl through yeah. it and you feel like something it's is like, going to happen like, at like any point. Sport. No, but that's that's oh. the best because that's mm. classic horror movie mm-hmm. trope. You know, get you to a point where you think something's going to happen. It's the terror yeah. of something about you that does. And it's like the sixth sense tent. What is it yeah. with tents and children in horror movies? I'm just thinking <laughs> we've, we've, we've got the video of this as well. So maybe put it up on we'll put it up on our Twitter or something. Or actually yeah. one of our Twitter. Put it in the article. Link it in the article. Uh, yeah. Well. Yeah. yeah totally. Yeah. So people yeah, can yeah. have a look. So you can see for yourself. Like, come on. The, the article. You can have a look. Jesus. I did say to the girls as well who were going with us, I was like, if anything starts to kick off, I will push you over. It's like, I'm not getting grabbed or like You're my human shield. Yeah, exactly. That's amazing. Uh, So that was a really cool experience. Going to see the movie was a cool experience. There was only one con of the whole night, which was, that was the worst group of people I've ever seen a movie with in my entire life. Gav would have just shot himself. It was so you know we talk about this podcast about people making noise in cinemas talking in cinemas on their phones Uh, like we all hate that did they did they use their phones oh beyond beyond did they use their laptops (laughs) (laughs) so first off uh, mum if you're listening turn off the podcast Things might get a little bit sweary, <laughs> so I just want to. Here come the swear. I'm just some anger's about oh, to come out now. Some pent up down. rage. Did your mom actually listen to the podcast? No, that'd be awesome. So. I don't think so. <laughs> Hello, Mrs. Powers. Um, 
usually in, in a situation like this, as we said, with, like Gav, you can like say something, you can be like, you know, excuse me, do you mind like keeping it down? I'm trying to watch a movie. But it was everyone. Yeah. It was everyone. So you couldn't, you couldn't, you could only leave. You couldn't like silence an entire what? crowd of people. They yeah. Were so oh loud. my God. Right behind me was my biggest pet peeve, which is, um, somebody walks through the door. Oh my God, they're walking through a door. Oh my God. Yeah. Oh, they, picked oh. up, they picked up a remote. Oh, they're picking up a remote now. You outward process that the whole thing. That fucking drives me insane. Sitting beside um, Dan was the biggest bellend you have <laughs> ever met in your whole life. He was a cartoon of a lad. Yeah, he yeah. was such a twat. Anything that happened, <laughs> like there was at one point where the girl was walking down the hallway He's comical, comical. He would be sitting back in his chair and just scre screaming at the TV going, what are you doing going down there, love? <laughs> what? Screaming that yeah. at the television. And he's like, you idiot, it's haunted. And it's like, that's the fucking point. Yeah. It's a horror movie. That's why he's going in there. Oh, he was he was an absolute dickhead. Why would you do that in a cinema? Yeah. It was I have a theory, mental. though, why it was so bad at this particular show. And I believe that in that situation, like if people are genuinely feeling fear, then comedy is a good release and escape from fear. Like if you're no, making a joke no, about no. the situation, this then they're not looking scared. A dick. Afterwards, yeah. I asked Dan, and I was like, "Oh, what did you think of the movie?" And he was like, "Yeah, I, th I think I would have enjoyed it more if I wasn't sitting beside dapper laughs." <laughs>, laughs. Like it was mental. And then like that was bad enough getting that like in my ear nonstop. As you said, the freaking cast of the Jersey Shore behind <laughs> us yammering on constantly because it, it has the guy who's the lead character from Insidious. Yes. Um, oh, um, what's his name? Wilson. Patrick. Yes. Exactly. And I can hear them all being like, what's he from? What's he from? The whole mm. movie. And they're so far apart, just... they have to yell over each other uh, in both of my ears. Constantly and then... getting up, getting beers as well, aren't oh. they? Like non-stop getting up. And then it got to a point, it was like a really tense moment. And it's like, you know, something was about to happen. The characters are having this really deep conversation. And all I can hear from behind me is this shriek going, Insidious! It's the man from oh, Insidious! God. It's all coming back to me. And then she goes to all of her friends and goes, It's Insidious! It was the guy, he was the lead character in Insidious! Insidious. And I was like, Insidious. trying to Insidious. strangle she actually, myself. She actually did that. Actually as well. trying to die because of what was happening. It was wow. the worst thing ever. Mm. Oh my wow. God. I'm so sorry, guys. That sounds horrific. I cannot. It was unbelievable. It was bad. I met Biff from Back to the Future. <laughs> it was ridiculous. It was absolutely insane. Like, and it was it was just that horrible situation where it's like, if it was those two people, you could have said something. But then yeah. everyone, everyone was up. Yeah. Everyone was getting beers. Everyone was so loud. Like, I don't know who these people were as well because we thought it was a press event. Yeah, yeah but it became apparent that it, it obviously wasn't because there was a lot of people there. They didn't look like they were press in the slightest. Well, because no. press are very well behaved at press events. It yes. wasn't just that. It just, it just felt oh. it just felt like the people there on party nights out. More than actually like going to see the film because they've been invited to the press. Maybe there was some sort of competition. To That's go what. See yeah, it must be something like that because it it was very weird situation. But the haunted house stuff was awesome before, <laughs> and <laughs> the film the film was really good. So I, I strike it as a win of a night. Oh, win overall. I, I'll forget about that that one minor thing. Strike it traumatic from your brain. <laughs> yeah. I just I just remembered a bit as well that Dan was like laughing at so much. Like this guy just like. He was just filling every silence with his friends. At one point, it was like the morning, and uh, the family was haunted. We're just like eating a bowl of cereal, and he just went huh, frosties. Uh, <laughs> and just and I was like, "That's actually funny." We all see it. Yeah, there's a bowl of fucking frosties on the table. Oh, I absolutely—I was so angry, and I'm not an angry person. I'm genuinely not an angry person. This just pushed me over the edge. I can just imagine you standing up so in the center furious. of the cinema, being I was like, so close to silenced. I will turn this film around. And then this guy, because it was him, and it was like four of his friends, and at one point he got up to leave the bathroom. None of them said anything for the whole 10 minutes he was gone. They didn't say a word, they just sat there. He comes back and he's like, excuse me lads, excuse me lads. Yeah, one of those God. guys, when he passes you, like pat you on the shoulder, like all that, he's like, don't touch me, for one. Whoa, don't touch me. I was like, unbelievable. And then he sits down and he's like, what a miss boys. And it's like, oh my God, it was yeah. just oh, absolutely ridiculous. I, I cannot believe people like that exist. Wow, I, I don't think I can How are you not? That. I wish Gav so, would have been there because I would have just loved to see the spectacle of what he would have done. Gav, I think would totally have called them out. Gav oh no, he does anyway, but I mean, he yeah. would have exploded in this yeah. situation. But that's it, like, again, there was just, because it was everyone, you, you would have had to leave. Because you could have stopped him, but then as soon as you have to yeah, stop yeah. those guys, the guys yeah, behind you, the guys in so front, true. like like everyone, it's like, yeah, we, we, were, the we were the minority. We were the weirdos yeah. in that situation. Exactly, I think yeah. that's it, that we didn't really fit in with the ruckus. Yeah. That's insane. Ooh, all right. Mom, <laughs> yeah, you can turn right. the pot. Mom, you can start listening again. That's my little rant over. It's fine. Calmness. Look, your little prince is back. It's all right. The little red king. <laughs> the little prince. Saying that, the stakes are about to get equally high. Okay. Oh. 
Mm-hmm. So we've got a brand new quiz because as we all know this Sunday is the finale of Game of Thrones oh yeah but you've not you're like five episodes behind aren't you Jesus Christ we are in like DEFCON 5 here like this we actually had a meeting this morning just with like everyone around one calendar just to try and find out how we're going to exist for the next couple months because Prepare to Try is back all these shows are back we got all this E3 buzz IGN first it's madness and admittedly that's taking up a lot of my Game of Thrones time also uh, season 5 was garbage trash and I hated it it's a way lot. better than season 5 I have five. heard this, this one is really better but I don't also trust the people who watch Game of Thrones you, what? because you, they what? all told me that season 5 was do the you best trust I watched that. this Jesus, guy? Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, this girl? <laughs> Uh, and the I, office. I, have, I I will definitely watch it, and maybe it's a thing. So with the finale, the finale is on. Sunday. So we, as this podcast being recorded, we've just seen episode nine. Don't worry, no spoilers. Yeah. It's an amazing episode, though. Yeah. Uh, so we're gearing up for the final episode yeah. on Sunday. Cool. So, so how many? Can I do that all on Sunday? Can I just blitz? Yeah, totally. Absolutely. Yeah. You could totally blitz it. I might do that. Do it's it. It's like an hour an episode. So. Yeah. Cool. You said how many episodes you're in? Five. Get some snacks. Grab my master sword. Yeah. Two. Two. Oh, okay. I mean, so, wait, no. Two. I haven't seen two. I've seen one episode of this season. <laughs> so eight <laughs> hours of Game of Thrones. Eight hours of Game of Thrones. Do a day. This can, is a challenge. Can you split it on Saturday? Can we do like drunken Game of Thrones? Is that a feature? Well, especially because, and I'm sure Alyssa's going to go on to it, we've got the Game of Thrones quiz. <coughs> I imagine there might be a spoiler or two floating around there. Yeah, actually, no, that's a really Oh, point. balls. I didn't even think about that. Is <laughs> yeah. that going to be on, on five? Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. six? Okay. There, there might be, be yeah. Oh, there sugar, I better get on that. But even people are just going to be talking about the show. Yeah. So you know stuff is going to come Because people up. will be fresh from the... So I should probably explain. Yes. Um, we've got a Game of Thrones quiz that we're doing. Is it next Tuesday? Uh, yeah, yes. Tuesday, yeah. Tuesday. So yeah. it's, Tuesday it's a massive Game of Thrones event that we're doing. We've got... I don't think we've announced the teams yet, but, you know, readers and audience of IGN are all coming together. They're bringing kind of all their fans together and they're, we're doing a massive pub quiz and we've written all of the rounds. Mm-hmm. But obviously, because we've written the questions, we can't actually do a quiz. And because we can't talk about Game of Thrones for spoilers... Because of Rory. Because of Rory. Oh, come on. (laughs) (laughs) I thought, let's do our own Game of Thrones quiz. Yes, Game of Thrones quiz. Game of Thrones quiz. But Sorry, we should probably should have joined in then. Yeah, you should. Have. Wait, wait, wait. Can we do it? Right, so if you guys go. Game of Thrones. Game of Thrones quiz. 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 All I've got in my head is Wiener. Wiener. I know. Same as you. One Wiener next to another. <laughs> will that be on the test? That, that will Is be there a wiener question on the test? Absolutely. We'll be talking about Boltons. Awesome. Okay. Um, but, oh, and extra, extra thing thrown in. No, there is, is this forfeit. what I saw? Oh, I saw there this forfeit. If it's a forfeit. This, I mean, I want the stakes to be high oh, on this. There I can is, see what it is in your hand yep. already. Oh. God damn it. So last week, I bought in some 100% dark chocolate, which Gav tried. Gav obviously loved it. Um, and this week, I bought <laughs> in... A- 100% black soul. The Grim Reaper. Oh my God. I want. On the front. Don't know if you guys. Wait, so that's not even the one that he ate? No, no, this no. is a different one. This is not that 100%. That's foul, though. This is not 100%. This is dark chili chocolate <laughs> with ghost chili, lemon oil, and. Piss off. I want. Ghost chili. Ghost Isn't that chili. one the one that's like <laughs> the mental one? Yeah. Yep, Rory yep. needs to lose his power because he hates spicy food as well. <laughs> so that'd be even better for yeah, me. Yeah, a little backstory. <laughs> I had to brush my teeth with Punch and Judy fruit toothpaste till I was like 14 because my mouth is so sensitive I couldn't handle mint toothpaste but what is punch and judy toothpaste it's like is it's that like something strawberry. Have an island yeah it's like strawberry flavoured toothpaste for like children I want to see you gargle this dream what <laughs> I've never heard of his toothpaste it was we like a really weird him. like sexy thing it's like oh, I'd love to see that person gargle, gargle Listerine because Listerine is like an explosion in your mouth anyway before that I want to see you eat dark chili chocolate but this all hinges oh, on whether lose, you Rory. know your Game of Thrones I, this is going to be mental if I lose I'll have to leave talk it to can we not please don't <laughs> lose Rory daily affirmations you're a strong independent woman and you can eat and brush your teeth like a man those sentences are supposed to happen in your head not out loud. You know, if I lose this, I'm not going to be able to make it through feedback. I'm going to be out. Uh, well, you better not lose them, mate. Okay. All right. We've got seven questions. Oh, no. 
Gearing up. Question one. Is it, wait, is this a speed thing? This is, is a, a yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. So you go, you go. Actually, right, we then. should probably make up the buzzer noises. That'd be really bad for audio uh, banging the table. Oh, so sorry. So, yeah. That's, um, just shout your name. <laughs> shout your name and that means you get to answer. Yeah? Okay. Red King. Let's <laughs> go. <laughs> All right, oh, there's a mix of difficulty as well. So question one, what is the name of Lysa Aaron's breastfeeding, slightly terrifying son? Dale. Robin Aaron. <laughs> Sounded like you were saying his name Dale. <laughs> yeah, it's just a funny because your name kind of sounds like a buzzer. That's not actually his name in the books. His name is Robert in the books. Isn't it? Yes, very well done. I Do mean, I get an extra point? That's kind of like an extra point. Oh, I don't have a pen. Well, we don't, we didn't <laughs> establish extra points. I remember. Also, what's the forfeit if you don't get the answer right? Can I just say my name really quick and then say guess? Say my name, say my name. And oh, it means if you get it wrong, then I just get a free time to guess, yeah. it goes. Yeah. Free time to think. Ah, sugar. Okay, right. I've lost. Roy's got a pen. Roy's got a pen. Yeah. Oh, amazing. Yeah, I didn't know we were looking for one. There we go. I was about to write it in my phone. Okay. I actually feel sick already. Right. <coughs> I need Question a glass two. Mm -hmm. Which indie band made a cameo appearance? Dale. Oh, for Coldplay. Fuck's sake. No. Oh, oh, wait, no, I know. Sugar Ross. Yes! Sugar Ross. Yes! 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 The full question was at the Purple Wedding. Oh, it was at the Red Wedding. Yay! The Red Wedding, they had the Coldplay drummer. I've got too cocky, too cocky. Oh, I'm still you were, like, in this. In them. <laughs> still in this. Wow, I just got so okay. excited. <laughs> All right. Question three What does Valar Mogulis mean? Oh, shit, I do know this. Um, Valar Mogulis. Something to do with death, doing something. Uh, Rory. Yeah. Uh, mm, I shouldn't have, shouldn't have buzzed myself. Uh, yeah. Death. You, I don't know. I can't think of what it is. Oh. Something like that. I know it is. What is dead can never die. Oh, I mean that's close. What that's is, close. It yeah. means all men must die. Oh, oh I was thinking of the other one. Question four. Okay, this is really hard. Okay. What were the circumstances of Ramsey Bolton's birth? No one's buzzing in. Uh, <laughs> Rory! Yeah. Pregnant woman. <laughs> uh, Technically not wrong. When a man and a woman give each other a special so, hug. <laughs> so I don't know what... Nine months later. <laughs> I don't know what answer you're looking for, but obviously he's a bastard. And yeah. And uh, Bolton just... Having sex with some prostitute? Mm, nah, no. not good enough. Not no, good so enough. I think, okay, Roose Bolton is an evil, evil man. No, not as evil as Ramsey. Well, he's still pretty evil. Yeah. What What do you think oh, right. he'd... <laughs> yeah. And that was wrong. <laughs> that was wrong. I was just gonna go as far to go unconsensual sex. But else was like, oh, right, yeah. Who did he rape? Oh, Who did he rape? Well, see, oh. that, that, that's part of the question. I'm gonna give you half a point. Yeah. We'll take oh, come that. on. There you go. Um, it's because Roose Bolton discovered that a miller had wed without his permission. So he went and hanged the miller and raped his Joe wife. Joe Bloody knew that as well. Yeah. Damn it. Yeah. Half a point. Pregnant woman, though. That should be pregnant, half a point. <laughs> she was still there. The birds and the bees. Question five. In the TV series, a replica of a famous sword from a completely separate film franchise is forged inside the Iron Throne. Who do you think oh, that sword belongs to? In Game of Thrones. In Game of Thrones. Or no, in, as the, in, in the fictional. As in, so th this, this. I don't even know what the. This oh, famous, so the other fiction. Who's yes, it this to? famous sword belongs um, to a fictional character from a completely separate franchise from Game of Thrones. Aragon. You're close. It's in the same film. Rory. Yeah. You didn't, he didn't buzz. Oh, he didn't yeah. buzz. Um, <laughs> it, is, it is a Lord of the Rings character. Oh, Boromir. You, no, that wasn't no, buzz. No, no. You have uh, to buzz. It's my buzz. No, no, yeah, okay, it's, it's still wrong. No. <laughs> <laughs> They're all Uh, Legolas. Nope. Legolas sure. doesn't have a sword. He's got little bow. Uh, yeah, little swords. But that's mm. not little what daggers. Okay. On his back. It really, I can tell you the name of the sword if that helps. Sauron. No. Saruman. The sword is called Glamdring. Who does Glamdring belong to? Frodo. No. Gladriel? No. I don't know. No. <laughs> don't tell um, me, don't tell me, because that's just main characters. Get this. It's not a main character, is it? It's a very main character. It's a member. Oh, oh. Bilbo. Um, was, no. no, it's not Isildur, is it? No. Uh, it's people. a member of the Fellowship. Oh, God. Oh, uh, what? Gimli? No. He doesn't have a sword. God, God, Gandalf. Gandalf. Yes! yes. <laughs> God damn it, no! <laughs> <laughs> so Gandalf's sword, a replica of the sword from the film, is forged inside the actual Game of Thrones. That's a the good TV question. Series. Okay, question six. I'm gonna have to eat that chili. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so actually, score-wise so far, 
It's very, very close. It's half a point in it. Dale's on two. No, I'm no, on, I'm on two and a half. He's on. I'll take one. you. I'll take two. I'll take two. I'll take two. There we go. Dale's on two and a half. Rory's on one. Can okay, I still win? You can still win. Um, question six. George R.R. R. Martin deliberately wrote the books to be unfilmable, but after the Fellowship of the Ring success in 2001, he was approached to turn his novels into a series of films using only one storyline from the novels. Whose storyline do you think the producers chose? Rory. Yeah. John Snow. Oh. Dale, yeah. Daenerys. Oh, well done. What's up, Rory? Looks like you're eating some chili, boy. No, uh, when it takes all. Last question. Winner takes all. Winner takes all. Okay, last question. I think I'm going to get it anyway. <laughs> so, yeah, I'm sorry, Rory. But, you know, this is, this is for your pride. Number seven. What are the names of the three continents that make up the world of Game of Thrones? Right, Dale. Uh, yep. Westeros, Essos, and oh my god, what is the other one? <laughs> it's the one, and there's there's actually four, isn't there? Isn't there a northern one and a southern one? Rory, uh, Mordor, uh, Middle Earth, <laughs> uh, Arkham I City. I can't remember the name of the other one, but it's something like Southos or something stupid like Southos, that. Southos, Westeros. There we go. There we go. Well done, well done. In which case, the final scores are Dale has four and a half, Rory has one. Rory, all men must eat chocolate. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you put that is the face of a very unhappy man. A power Power's always repays his debts. I was that literally going to say that. Okay, one single. What about winter's square. coming? Can I have one of the other ones? <laughs> Chili is coming. My ha my house motto would be: A power is always ducks away from a challenge. All right. Right. That's what we yell right before we flee. <laughs> Into the night. Yes. There you go. Is this supposed to be hot? Is this 100% chocolate? No, no, it's this not 100%. Just chili? So this is... Uh, smells rank. Black Widow, dark chili chocolate, dark chocolate with ghost chili, lemon Black Widow is a spider. Why would you put that no, in your chocolate bar? The brand is Black Widow. <laughs> Why is ghost chili? Ghost chilies are uh, like, well, ghost a, peppers are A chili are like, that's died and then gone into the awesome. afterlife. Yeah, resurrected. Yeah. <laughs> You'd be called my chili. <laughs> Uh, okay. should, we do, should we do a countdown? Yeah, okay, let's do a countdown. Uh, no, actually, just do the Game of Cro Game of Thrones quiz song for me to like okay. motivate me. Motivate. Okay, do you want to do the Game of Thrones? Game of Thrones, 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 He's retching. Oh, God. There we go. My, my. Dry retching. Oh, here comes the heat. Oh, shit. <laughs> Split your eyes. <laughs> oh, my God. It's actually really hot. We need a bucket. No, he can't spit it out. <laughs> He's shaking his head. I'm actually crying a little you bit. Oh. 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 He's gone so red. Oh, my God. Your ears are red. Oh, it's done. It's, it's done. <laughs> 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 Bitter aftertaste. What, can, I your, can I drink? Can I drink? Can I drink? You can drink. Yeah. Good lord. Is your nose running? Oh, bless. I feel bad now. <laughs> His face is leaking. Once again, why would people buy this chocolate? This is this is actually from my mum. Oh. I went up. Sorry, Mrs. Oh. Judge. I went up at the Your mum is a ghost pepper. <laughs> <laughs> Floating she, around. She very much likes spice. Hi, mum. <sighs> it's not going. Ooh. <laughs> oh god, that's Get horrible. Get some milk. We need some milk. You know what? Like uh, even 100% chocolate is terrible. It doesn't taste. Mm. It just tastes like dirt. It's just so like <laughs> so grim. You need milk. And did, it, did you taste the lemon oil and the geranium? No. What does geranium taste like? You plant that in your lawn. That sounds like a material from the Marvel universe. Like <laughs> <laughs> adamantium, geranium, unobtainium. <laughs> yeah, unobtainium. The worst named thing what ever. What a stupid name. <laughs> right. Did you get that rarium? Oh yeah, the unobtainium. Un in in uh, Ratchet and Clank, it's raritanium as well, isn't uh, it? Oh yeah. The hard to findium. <laughs> All the big ones. Okay, feedback. Ooh, yes. Right. <clears throat> I've got the first piece to let me uh, relax a little we'll bit. We'll let you recover. This is from uh, Chris Bolton, or Bolton. <gasps> Bolton! Yeah, with a U in it, though. Okay. So, not that bad. We'll forgive him. I feel uh, terrible. My girlfriend and I are expecting our first child in September. So, congratulations, oh. Chris. <laughs> a girl, apparently, and we're struggling to come up with names. I'm a diehard Zelda fan. Yes. I'm laughing because of Rory, by the way. <laughs> He's fanning me with favour. <laughs> He's a diehard Zelda Ooh. fan, but he thought, but I thought my girlfriend is tolerant of, oh, though my girlfriend is tolerant of my nerdiness, naming our daughter after Princess wasn't going to happen. She is considering Saria, though. 
I live in the historic forest of Dean on the Welsh border of England. Oh, and naming our door after the forest sage seems appropriate, especially the cute forest elf with her own awesome song named after her. My question is, would any of you do this or should I stick to a conventional name? Wait, wait. So what's what's the name? Saria. 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 So I, was, I believe that's a character from Legend of Zelda. It's a character from Ocarina of Time. Yes. Okay. She's like the forest sage. She's kind of like your childhood friend as well. You grew up together. Um... I, this is actually a really interesting email, and I absolutely love it. Not just yeah. because my son will be called Link. <laughs> Link Powers. Link Powers. He's going to be like captain of the football team. He's going to be like the prom king. He's going to really be like think the that? Cool. Absolutely. Link, Link, Link Powers? Oh my God, are you freaking kidding me? Link Powers. Captain um, of the football team. But because of that, because of that, I. I'm in the same boat. I, if I have a daughter, well, I'm sorry, when I have my daughter, yeah. I can't, I don't know. I, I, you I don't think Zelda's Link. a bit one. Female, I could, yeah. Female, female Link. I think um, Zelda is a step too far, but Saria sounds like a really nice name. And I think Saria If you don't know good. Zelda as well, it just sounds like a nice, beautiful name. Yeah. Like, so. Whoops. Absolutely. And as you said, like, if you live in a, in like a foresty part of the world, that just like adds to the beauty behind it. Mm -hmm. yeah. And I think it's, it's something that, you know, you can get a really nice name out of something really simplistic. Yeah. Uh, my name, for example, uh, my dad actually named me after a TV cowboy called Rory. No way. Yeah, it was nice. just some, like that he used to watch when he was a kid and he just thought it was really cool. So when he's yeah. like, oh, when I have a son, like being a parent, I assume, I have no authority <laughs> to speak on this, on this behalf. I assume it's a bit like character creation. So you have this huh. little guy and you're like, oh, this, this is like my, my kid. So it's like, oh, what do I want to call him? I want to call him something cool and I'm, I'm going to raise him up and he's going to be like, an awesome person. Yeah. Choose Rory. number 13 nose. Number 13 haircut. nose, yeah. Rory, I have seen you creating Finchie and prepare to try and I am concerned for your offspring. Oh my God. Imagine you guys come to my son's birth and he's just like, kill me. Just like being sick on himself. And I'm like, isn't he adorable? Every day is His agony. name is Saria. <laughs> uh, I, yeah, I think Saria is a really, really Yeah, nice absolutely. Name. I think go for it. Yeah. If your wife's down, then go for it. Absolutely. I think it's beautiful. I'm going to call my... Official of approval. Mm -hmm. I'm going to call my daughter Ganondorf. That's Little Ganondorf powers. Please don't do that. That's not as beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I've got the second <coughs> email. <clears throat> this is from Sand Goose. Um, I think his real name's Sandus. on the path. Oh, yeah, CJ Thor. <laughs> <laughs> Sand Goose. <laughs> Mr. Sand Goose. <laughs> it's like a Game of Thrones character, the Sand Goose. <laughs> Siege's tower. Brother to the Sand Snakes. Yeah. <laughs> never removed second cousin. What is sand is never goose. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so CJ Thorpe says, Hi guys, I'm 30 years old Hello. and have reached a point in my life where I feel a change of career path is in order. As someone who's been gaming since I was five, I would love to work around video games in some context, but I have no background in writing, video production, coding, or anything useful like that. My skills and current career is in photography. I've worked as a professional photographer for various companies for over 10 years. I've always thought there would be no place for me in the video game industry, but having read a lot of articles about E3 this week, I noticed there are a lot of photographs. My question is, do companies like IGN employ photographers to cover events? If so, do you have any tips or advice on how I could get into the industry? He's asking us for a job on <clears throat> one hand. Yeah. But also asking for some tips on an advice on how to get into the so industry. So I chose this email because it reminded me of my situation, Ooh. which was I didn't work into the, in the games industry until last year. It's my first year and I'm 33 years old. And before that, I spent 11 years as a sheet metal worker, which is in engineering. So what I'm trying to say here is there's always a chance. If you're really passionate about it and you really are driven to be in this industry, you can totally do it. You just need to work hard and just get on with it. Completely. No, completely. <laughs> yeah. No, but, uh, but absolutely, there's always an opportunity. Whether, I mean, IGN don't actually hire f uh, photographers full time, but there must be people out there in the industry that do. Well, that's, yeah, I mean, that's part of it. As, as you said, just kind of the way that the industry is moving and the, you know, the games media world is moving, it's more on a focus on video content. Absolutely, so that's yeah. why we have a lot of video editors uh, hired. Uh, in terms of photography, we don't really hire anyone specifically for photography, mm. but we do hire people for, for example, graphic design. So obviously knowing Photoshop and things yeah. comes into it. And also companies will uh, either hire people you can work for them to, as you said, cover events. So you'll mm -hmm. go to events like E3, you go to places like Gamescom to get these photos and get that sort of coverage. Yeah, and he said about his skill set, he said, oh, I don't have any background in this or that. And there's nothing stopping you acquiring those skills yeah. as well like yeah there's you know it's never too late in life to acquire new skills like everyone i believe i acquire new skills every day really yeah. learn new tricks and new whatever and if you really want to do something like rory said you can cross those skills into graphic design or something like that absolutely and where we we don't hire photographers we might hire graphic designers and stuff so 
And there's plenty of other companies out there in the video game industry that I'm sure are looking for skilled people, hard workers. So yeah, absolutely. It's, it's like you say, it's all about putting yourself out there and kind of just, I think you have to be, you have to work quite a lot off your own back. Like last last August, I'd never done video before yeah. in my life. Mm. Never tried it, had never video edited um, and kind of just got randomly the opportunity to go to Sweden and make some videos with some game developers over there and run their YouTube channel. Showed up not knowing anything, literally said to them, guys, I know nothing about cameras. Yeah. Got there and had to be like, how do you make the camera brighter? <laughs> I learn about all that kind of stuff. And um, yeah, and a few months down the line, I'm now working at IGN as video host. Like, mm. It's it things move really quickly in our industry because it's such a young industry. Mm -hmm. Like there's the scripts are still being written for the industry, and if you can find a place to slot yourself in there, absolutely. Then I honestly think we've got one of the most amazing open industries out there. For me, you can always um, you can always learn skills and teach skills. And what you can't necessarily teach is passion and drive mm. as well. So if you're a hard worker and you're determined enough to do something, I don't think there's anything that can stop you. Yeah. Really. I think as well, if you get the opportunity to actually attend an interview, if you show up and in, eat an entire ghost pepper chocolate bar, yeah. just there right <laughs> yeah, in front yeah, yeah. of them, just slam it in your face, <laughs> exactly. no drinks, and then do your whole interview, it just shows you that you will do whatever it takes <laughs> to host the IGN yeah. UK yeah. podcast. Your streaming eyes will be taken as passionate tears. Yeah. Uh, I also get a lot of tweets and messages from people saying, uh, you know, like, are there openings at IGN UK or IGN US? Like, how do you find out about them? And the tip that I always give is, if you're looking to uh, find openings in the industry, one of the best things to do is to actually follow uh, editors in chief and people who work at the companies yeah. on Twitter. Yeah. Because yeah. anytime there is an opening at any UK companies, yeah. uh, I've seen people tweeting about it and retweeting. Yeah. So, I mean. Also, I mean, a top tip for anyone who wants to get into more the journalism side of things. There's a site in the UK called Gorkana, which mm -hmm. is amazing. That's how Cortana? I... Yeah. <laughs> Cortana. She's <Yeah>. live. <laughs> She's giving you journalism yeah. jobs. Um, yeah, it's called Gorkana. You can set up alerts. That's how I heard about the role that I've got now. Um, so that's, yeah, definitely Twitter and Gorkana. Yeah. I mean, I find out about mine on Twitter as well. I just mm -hmm. saw um, Colin, who used to work in the US office. Yeah. Just tweeting a link saying there's a bunch of jobs going to IGN. Next thing you know. It, pro it probably sounds like it's this really, you know, like elusive thing, but it's it's really not, yeah. you know, and if, yeah. if you're really that passionate and you have the qualifications, yeah. you know, I can't promise that it would be, you know, in this office working with us, but there's such a huge industry yeah. uh, at the definitely. minute and so many different roles to be filled. So just keep an eye out, keep working and um, Build up your you'll definitely get there. Portfolio. Absolutely. Good luck, CJ. Yeah. Absolutely. Aww. I'm going to read number three before I vomit. Uh, <laughs> I feel terrible. Aww. It's a mix between the chocolate and I just like drank a whole thing of Pepsi Max and it's just like, it's like a caution <laughs> inside of my stomach. I, I want to say that I'm sorry, but I'm not. <laughs> wow. <Right then>. Wow. <laughs> uh, this is Amelia, and she is emailing saying, uh, as I've said before, the UK podcast is the best podcast oh, on IGN yeah. that there is. Yeah. I, I, you know, didn't choose this one just for that. I put this one in because I wanted a nice happy end to the podcast. That's a great, that's a great Aww. way to end it. And I just wanted to make sure uh, you all know that Alicia is a legend and a badass. <laughs> <laughs> And all of my friends and I consider her to be amazing. <laughs> <laughs> That's how it was written. I didn't just do that accent out of my own personal joy. Uh, don't get me wrong. I love every single person on the podcast. Yeah. But Alicia is number one. Oh, gosh. Don't... No need to get specific. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Christ. They're being ranked just, now. Follow yeah, closely behind Gav and Dan. What? Thanks for that. Brilliant. Whatever. Whatever. <laughs> and then uh, the shit ones, Chris, Dale, and Nori, Joe, and Alex. Yeah, they're all right. She didn't say the shit ones. No, no, she said, she said we're brilliant too, apparently, yeah. and dead last. Yeah, we are huh? all winners. Yeah, yeah. How much fiery chocolate did Alicia eat? <laughs> Amelia. Huh? Oh, Matt, you want to so rethink lovely. that? Thank I you so much, I thought it was so a really Amelia. sweet email, so it's a really nice lovely. end to the podcast. By the way, I crunch up all my emails. I'm not just yeah. doing this in a Rory fit of Rory literally just scrunched it in his fist. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he put the paper <laughs> in his mouth for the benefit of the audio. I never know how far to go with that gag. Well, yeah, <laughs> because it literally gets, gag on it. It could get to a sad point where it's like five minutes later and I'm still like trying to eat this. So what would you rather eat? Another square of chili chocolate? Or the paper, that scrunched up the paper. paper. The paper. I'd rather oh eat the God. paper. Like a goat. I'd rather eat the entire sheet of paper.
sheet of paper. Um, so that was all the feedback from this week. One last shout out before uh, we head. Uh, Prepare to Try is back. I know a lot of people watched season one and, and really enjoyed it. So this time me, Dan, and Gav are taking on Dark Souls 3. There isn't really a deadline for it, so it's kind of nice because we can take our time a bit more. We don't really have to cut it up and squeeze everything into hour-long slots. But at the minute, it's Monday and Friday every week. So if you enjoyed season one, definitely check it out. Awesome. That's everything from Wicked. us this week. We'll see you next week. Bye-bye. See you guys. Bye. Hey there, this is Justin Bartha. I made a funny new podcast, King of the Egg Cream. It has the greatest cast in the history of podcasts with actors like Louis Black. I'm torn by my feelings for two women. Bobby Cannavale. You can eat it, or if someone hits you, you can put it on your cut. Melanie Linsky. I wonder what these marvelous things are that look just like boiled chicken feet. Jason Ritter. I can break things and pick locks and kill people. Michael Stuhlbarg. The whole point is to inspire people that they should make themselves better. Ari Grainer. No, don't whet its appetite. What are you, an idiot? Me, Justin Bartha. That's not just any egg cream, that's a Lemke's special. And all narrated by the hilarious Richard Kind. This is the story of Harry Dalowitz. And how he rose from nothing to become New York's King of the Egg Cream. So if you like funny true stories, come listen to King of the Egg Cream, available wherever you get your podcasts.